0: Welcome, Welcome to, to Quick, Quick Shots. Shots. Quick, Quick Shots. Shots. Oh hello. Welcome to Quick Shots where we answer your questions in a hurry.
1: We <laughs> hey, oh, got um, somewhere to be, mate. Yeah.
0: <laughs> We've all got somewhere to be in Car's life. Hey, this one I'm gonna throw to you because you do have a lovely wife on maternity leave at the moment. So hopefully you two have had discussions in your household, which no doubt you would that would help us answer this question for Jess. Jess says, "I'm about to go on maternity leave, and my mortgage repayments have gone up significantly in the last nine months. Is there anything I can do with my bank to reduce my payments?"
1: Uh, good question, Jess. And, and obviously, you're not alone in that in that uh, situation. Everyone's interest rates have gone up pretty quickly. Uh, Number one thing to try and do is get ahead of it. So try and approach your bank before you go on maternity leave whilst you can show them pay slips with an income coming in. Uh, If you don't have that luxury, uh, what I would say is reach out to the bank and just explain the situation I've seen a lot of people who've been able to get, say, a principal and interest loan negotiated to interest only for the nine to twelve months that you might be down to to one income in the household or, or, or something like that. Um, generally, yeah, b- banks are pretty accommodating for all that sort of thing. They understand, um, you know, that that you're borrowing for a thirty-year period and that you know it's it's going to be a short-term thing. So, yes, yeah, certainly. You could try and uh, go from principal and interest to interest only if you haven't already uh, gotten ahead of it and tried to um, get some interest only or get an interest rate discount prior to going on maternity leave. Uh, Sean, how do we break into an unaffordable market? We are looking to buy at the moment but can only borrow up to $400,000, whereas most properties seem to be going for more than $600,000.
0: Well, Sean, <laughs> I think it ultimately depends uh, what, what you want to achieve here. Do you want to own your own home um, for the for the security of it, um, or are you buying just because you know you're you're being told you should buy? Um, you know, I'd like to know. I'd like to know uh, why, essentially, um, because there's a few different things you can do. Uh, number one, um, this is a bracket where you can tap into uh, quite a few different first home buyer grants. Um, so you might be able to actually borrow up to thirty or forty percent from the government, especially at that threshold. So I would look into that um and you can sometimes buy uh, with only five percent deposit um so it, you know d- depending on which scheme you get and and whatnot, you might actually be able to break into to the market um but I think the other thing too is you, you've got to buy what you can afford mm. you know if you if you cannot afford to to get into the Areas that you want to be at $600,000, I'm sorry to say, my friend, like, you you just, you you can't be in there. There's no point talking about complaining and and why the market's unaffordable is you've got to find out what you can afford and, and where you can afford. And you've either got to make that sacrifice for a small period of time, um, to, to be a little bit further away, or you've got to look at buying an investment property instead, um, which is basically, um, you know, a completely different option. It's probably going to be in a state that you don't live in, but it will be something that you can buy, get your foot in, into the market, um, and also have a rental income on, on that that essentially pays for the loan itself. So my, mm. my real question stems back to what's, what's your ultimate mo- motivation? Um, because that will give you the answer. Do you want a house for security? Well, you got to go a bit further out. Or if you just want to get a foothold in the market, then an investment might be the, the way to go. Even saying that, I I do know the the rental market's tough today. So, yeah, there's a few different things sort of going on there. All right, breath, breath, breath. Wilson is asking, I live on my own and I'm looking to buy. Should I buy a bigger house within my budget or a smaller and cheaper house that suits my needs right now? Very mature question
1: yeah hard to answer too, without a you know a bit more context. What I would say is the cost of getting in and out of property are quite high. And I see a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm gonna buy something right now that that um, will do me for now and then in three or four years, I'll, I'll buy uh, an upgrade and, and and whatnot. But number one, Often three or four years goes very quickly, um, you know. So it's, time creeps <laughs> up on you, and and the Tell costs of it. getting in and out, you know, you, you you're losing stamp duty and and, and agent fees uh, and all that on on the way out. So you know, the, you sort of, in my view, if you're going to be potentially growing into the home in the next five years, I, I think just just do it now if if you've got the ability to afford that type of home, and and you know, prices are probably only going to go up in the next five years. And then that way you don't have the dead costs of get, getting into the first property and then having to sell it and then pay stamp duty on the second property to, to get in again. Um, having said that though, if, if you can't really see yourself growing into the bigger home that that is at the max of your um, borrowing ability and, and purchase power right now, then yeah, don't don't buy more than you need if mm-hmm. um, it's not a, a sort of shorter term uh, reality that, that you're going to need that. Um, you know, I think it's really sensible to have a low mortgage on your own home, um, you know, for as long as you're able to um, on, on the proviso that obviously in that situation isn't going to change in the short term.
0: Wilson, the sensible cousin got the answer on that question. I think that's the way you want to go, the sensible route.
1: Yeah, if you want to give me some more context, Wilson, just uh, <laughs> emails are in the, the notes yeah. as well. Happy to give you a more comprehensive answer if um, if you're chasing that.
0: Jess, Sean, Wilson, belt up questions. Thanks for sending those through. And if you're listening, you can send yours through to alexf or jamesf at jlf.com.au. Thank you.
1: See you, guys.
0: Thanks for listening to another episode of The Double Shot with your favourite cousins, Alex and James Fitzgerald. If you've got a burning question or something we absolutely need to talk about on the pod, please write to us. Both of our emails are in the show notes little real estate tidbits and a little bit of banter okay a lot of banter you can follow us on the gram our handle is the doubleshot.podcast that my friends is the doubleshot.podcast until next time think of us when you sit back and sip your next double shot